0: I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Today's episode is sponsored by... Freshly. Freshly delivers healthy, never frozen, chef prepared meals to your doorstep that you can heat and eat in under three minutes. What I love about Freshly is how healthy and nutritious these meals are. I know many of you guys know that 2019 was a huge year for me in terms of getting healthy and losing weight. And now that I am pregnant again with baby number three, it is still just as important to me that I am mindful of how I'm taking care of my body. Freshly truly does make it easy to eat healthy. Freshly's meals are crafted by a team of chefs, culinary scientists, and nutritionists that have worked hard to feature a balance of complex carbs and nutrient dense ingredients and quality proteins in each meal. Their menu rotates and accommodates a variety of dietary preferences and needs, whether you are gluten free like me, or dairy free, or need meals under a certain number of calories, or even meals with a certain and number of carbs. And when I say that Freshly makes it easy to eat healthy, I really do mean it. Each meal is never frozen and is delivered to your doorstep already prepared and super fresh. They can be kept in your fridge for up to a week and then whenever you're ready to eat them, you literally just pop them in your microwave and have them set out on the table in less than five minutes, which means less time spent in the kitchen, hooray, and more time resting and enjoying your family. Recently, my husband and I tried the Sierra Chicken Bowl, and this is hands down my favorite freshly meal that I've had so far. There were fire-roasted bell peppers and onions with black beans, paired with chicken breasts, topped with this chili lime sauce. Oh my goodness, so good. All served over brown rice. And what I loved about this meal is that there were so many things we could do with it. My husband took his and put it inside a tortilla because... I eat gluten free and Freshly's meals come gluten free but my husband is not. (laughs) He is not gluten free and so throwing the tortilla in was a super cheap and easy way to make the meal more his style. Meanwhile I put mine on top of gluten free tortilla chips, I added some sour cream and salsa and made myself some killer nachos. You guys, this meal was out of this world. It tasted so fresh, it was so delicious and it only took a few minutes to prepare. Now if you've been thinking about eating healthier but are overwhelmed by the idea of having having to find all new recipes, or going to the store to buy all of the ingredients, or spending a ton of time cooking in the kitchen, Freshly can save you time and energy while still helping you get closer to your goals. And I have the best news. I am super excited that I get to offer you guys $15 off of your first Freshly order when you visit the website tryfreshly.com forward slash mom empowered. If you are wanting to preserve your time and energy for the things that matter most, Freshly's healthy and convenient meal service is the way to go. Again, when you use the website tryfreshly.com forward slash mom empowered, you get $15 off of your first order. Try Freshly now okay you lovely mamas i am so psyched about today's episode because i am sharing with you an exclusive sneak peek into my empowered mompreneur Masterclass that just took place this past week this five-day training event was created to help mompreneurs just like me gain the confidence and emotional wellness they need to build the life and business they've been dreaming of. We covered so many different topics like how to build a business that's authentically aligned with your unique story and values, uh, what it looks like to manage your time according to how you are personally wired, why your health as a wife and as a mom relates to your health as an entrepreneur, and how to protect both, and even what it looks like to fail as an entrepreneur and what it means to do this well. Well, today I'm sharing with you one of the training videos in which I cover how to identify and tackle the beliefs and fears that are keeping you from taking empowered steps forward in your business. This was definitely the top favorite training of those who attended the masterclass, and I certainly loved it as well. I share some of the most powerful mindset shifts and declarations I have personally used for the growth of my own confidence and success as an entrepreneur, as well as speak to a lot of the different fears and lies pertaining to business that I see women believing. Whether you sell a product or a service provider or are just venturing into starting your own business in some capacity, I have no doubt in my mind that this episode is going to be powerful for you and give you a taste of empowerment coaching that you won't find anywhere else. Speaking of coaching, I am currently enrolling clients into my 12-week Mom-Empowered Signature Program, and the doors to this program are closing in less than two weeks. That's right, until August 14th, I am accepting applications for free empowerment calls, which you can fill out on my website at jessiearedia.com forward slash empowerment call, and this program is for the mom who is ready to be empowered, to fully enjoy motherhood, to cultivate an even stronger marriage. Become a healthier, more confident version of herself and step into all that God has for her. If this is you, you do not want to miss this opportunity. Together, I will help you become a master of your thought life and your emotions break free from what is most holding you back from transformation. I will help you reach your goals and align your life with your personal God-given dreams and values and take empowered steps forward into massive breakthrough. You guys, it is absolutely my greatest greatest joy and privilege to work with moms in this way, and I would love for you to experience the kind of life change that I know my clients do. In fact, I want to share real quick a few testimonials from past clients with you guys to give you a better idea of what to expect when you decide to work with me. Emily says, working with Jesse has helped me learn my worth find true joy in life and motherhood, and go from being an angry mom who feels trapped to a calm, confident mom who finally feels free. Shanna says, Jesse has helped me understand not only how to clarify my thoughts and goals, but also how to take action to experience breakthroughs as a mom, wife, and woman who is building her own business. I can't thank her enough for how she's helped me overcome imposter syndrome, as well as grow closer to the Lord. Lauren says, before working with Jesse, I was anxious and overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, I felt like a bad mom, bad stepmom, and bad partner, especially in moments when I fell out of control of my thoughts and emotions. But not only do I now feel like I have more tools I can use in stressful moments, but I also have more trust and confidence in my ability to navigate them. And lastly, Robin says, Before working with Jessie, I was having panic attacks regularly, and my anxiety was at an all-time high. I couldn't leave the bedroom while my baby was napping or even leave the house while she was awake, but within just a few weeks of starting coaching, I was going to the library with her and taking her on walks around the neighborhood. To me, this was huge. And as my anxiety morphed into anger and my marriage over time, Jessie continued to help me feel empowered and work through each issue. I can't say enough about how wonderful and life-changing it is to work with her. Well, ladies, I do not want you to miss out on this one-on-one coaching opportunity that will not only encourage you and challenge you, but will also empower you to become more of the woman you were created by God to be. Again, the doors for this 12-week program close on the 14th of August, and they will not open again until 2021. So do not wait. Again, do not wait to apply for your free empowerment call and enroll in Mom Empowered because this is your next step toward forgiveness. All right, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode and talk all about what it looks like to identify your fears and thoughts as an entrepreneur, as well as use powerful declarations for the growth of your confidence and business. Today's topic is empowered to grow your faith. Um, We're gonna be talking about the beliefs or the fears or the thoughts, maybe even the lies that are most holding you back From taking steps forward in your business. They're taking that are 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 keeping you from making confident decisions, that are keeping you from showing up well, that are keeping you from being the healthy, thriving entrepreneur that you want to be. That's what we're talking about today. Um, one of the things that you probably saw if you did the workbook, um, and if not, that's okay, because the, the workbook questions I did include in the description of this video so that you can you know still read through them and answer them in the comments. But one of the things I wrote is that what we believe is oftentimes what we do. What we believe is what we do. Um, And I really do believe this. It really is so true. Our beliefs show up in everything. They show up in how we manage our time. Our beliefs show up in how motivated we are to do certain things, to to complete tasks or to take steps forward. Um, Our beliefs, you know, in terms of, you know, building an online business, our beliefs show up in how we communicate with people. Um, in, our, in our business, how we communicate to people um, in our direct messages even, in our emails. Um, our beliefs show up in the risks that we take or maybe even the actions and the risks that we don't take. Our beliefs show up in, in the way that we feel about our business. You know, are you feeling confident? Are you feeling excited? Or are you feeling a little bit spent? And maybe a little bit not excited a little bit kind of just not enjoying it anymore all of these things relate to the thoughts that you are having in your head whether it's conscious or not they are there they are always driving you forward or holding you back those are the two directions that you go in now i have seen a lot of women spinning their wheels a lot of women falling into stress Uh, burnout, overworking themselves. Um, On the flip side, I've also seen women underworking and not taking steps forward, kind of just staying stuck in place, being very stagnant or just not sure of what their next move is. Um, I've seen women, and I've been one of those women, who has gone into a a spiral of of depression even because of the way the thoughts, our thoughts were wrapped around our belief or around even things like our failures. Um, And we will be talking more about failure on day five um because i do think that that deserves a whole training and a whole video in and of itself um but yeah i've seen women struggle um in their relationships while trying to build their business, because maybe there's something off about the way they're they're spending or managing their time. Um, and, and again, I have been this woman, you know, I have been this woman doing each of these things. I have gone into burnout. I have mismanaged my time. I have, you know, gone into stress mode, anxiety mode, depression mode, and and it's easy to think that it's the business that is creating these things, that there's just something wrong with the business. But truthfully, it is never about the business. Again, it is always about our thoughts, our beliefs, our fears, the lies, all the things that we are telling ourselves or subconsciously telling ourselves. This is what it comes down to. Um, So one of the things that I I just want to, you know, I just want to put at the forefront of this video is that you can have all of the strategy in the world. And there's a lot out there. There's a lot of podcasts and books and and courses and coaches who can teach you how to practically build a business. There is no shortage of strategy. But even so, if you are solely focused on strategy and solely focused on the practical, tangible things, but you don't learn how to master and own a healthy mindset, There will always be something standing in your way of you building the thriving business you were meant to build and being the healthy, thriving entrepreneur you were meant to be. So, you know, one of the questions I asked in the workbook was how have you seen yourself do what you believe for better or for worse in your own entrepreneurial journey? I would love for you to put those in the comments. How have you seen yourself do what you believe for better or for worse? And I'll I'll tell you. I believe that being an entrepreneur is an amazing place to grow your faith and to become more mature in how you manage your thoughts and how you manage your emotions. I believe that, that being an entrepreneur can be the, the backdrop for so much growth. It can challenge you in ways that you didn't know you needed to be challenged. It can bring things to the surface that you didn't know needed to be dealt with. Um, It can even show you a new side to the Lord, a a new side to God and his love for you and how he wants to bless you, what his plan is for you, how he's taking care of you. But the caveat for this is it is still up to you on whether or not you are willing to embark on that journey. You have to be willing to go through the hardship of building a business from the ground up. You have to be willing to face your thoughts and fears and the lies that come against you. You have to be willing to face those head on. Um, And I'm, I'm going to be sharing strategy for doing that in today's training. That is really the whole purpose. It's to not just help you identify those thoughts and beliefs, but also to help you tackle them. So that you can move forward and not just stay stuck in place so before you can narrow in on what kinds of new thoughts you might need what kinds of new beliefs you might need it's important that we take a look at the old thought patterns that need replacing and one of the questions in the workbook you know that i I want you to spend time thinking about is do you spend time working on your thoughts? Do you spend time on examining old thought patterns and then replacing them with new thoughts, new beliefs, new declarations? And if so, what, what does that work look like for you? Um, is it something that you spend time journaling? Is it something that you do just kind of you know casually when, whenever the situation arises? Is it something you do habitually? It's a, it's a, it's a very important cornerstone of, of your everyday life. Um, And if you don't spend time working on these things, I want you to ask yourself, why do you not spend time working on those things? Um, I I just saw in the comments, Amanda said, I believed I failed and that made it really hard to continue to show up positively with my business. I now believe I was made for more and to serve moms in a different way that I'm actually more passionate about. Amanda, I, I love hearing you say these things. And because I can resonate with it wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly. I mean, it, it, it was, I've been through something very similar, you know, and I will be sharing more about that in a minute, but just this idea of, okay, this failed and and the thought that comes up is, well, now what? you know, it, it just, it failed. It, it The failure can be so soul crushing. And again, we are going to be talking more specifically about failure on day five, but I know what it's like to go through that failure, but then also how powerful it is to make that pivot to actually maybe this didn't happen to me, this happened for me. Like maybe this is actually exactly what I needed to go through to realize that there was a different way I wanted to serve my people. There's a different way I want to show up as an entrepreneur and it's actually something that is more exciting, more that you're more passionate about and that you're more gifted for. So I just, I completely resonate with that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about what it looks like to identify the old thoughts. Because again, before you can even work on your mindset or work on creating new beliefs and new powerful thoughts, you've got to identify the old ones. The ones that are keeping you stuck in place, the ones that are keeping you feeling defeated, the ones that are making the decisions for you that aren't so wise and that are not moving the needle forward in your business. And and here's my suggestion on the first step to, to figuring out what those old thoughts are. The first step is to take a look at your actions. Take a look at your actions. Take a look at your emotions, even. Because those will be the indicators, the telltale signs that there's something going on in your thought life that doesn't need to be happening anymore. Ask yourself, what am I doing every week, either in my business or in my everyday life, that I just I just wish was different? What what are you, what am I feeling every week that I wish I wasn't feeling? Um, maybe for you, it's that you're not making time to work on your business, to work on your content. You're easily distracted. You're easily losing motivation. Maybe that for you is the action that you're noticing. And be, and it's important to see that because underneath those actions are some thoughts that we're going to talk about. But maybe you're on the opposite end. Maybe you're spending too much time working. Maybe you're overworking yourself. You're you're taking so much time away from from your rest and from being with your family that that you're just kind of feel like you're just you're just going, 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 and, and it's just kind of overwhelming. You're a little bit tired. You're worn out. Um, so maybe that's where you are. Maybe one of the things that you notice that you wish was different is that you are spending a lot of time scrolling on social media and you're just not really, it's just, it just doesn't feel like a fruitful endeavor. You're spending a lot of time on social media, more than you'd like, or maybe you're spending a lot of time feeling consumed with social media, feeling consumed with how many likes you're getting. How many comments you're getting? who's watching your stories? who's not watching your stories? How many uh followers you have maybe, maybe you're maybe you've become kind of number obsessed, which I know is very common, very normal. Um, it's a very natural thing for us as entrepreneurs to 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 care about the numbers and numbers can be important they're good to look at and to know, but maybe maybe it's a source of stress for you, source of anxiety um and maybe it makes you feel a little bit crummy because you're not happy with the results that you're seeing um so maybe that's an action that you wish um was different or feeling you wish was different maybe you are staying up really late and you are losing sleep like you are just not sleeping well you are staying up really late hustling super hard um maybe You are pitching your offer pitching your product or your service over and over again and and every time you're feeling more and more rejected. Maybe there's just this feeling of rejection that you've just been carrying around this feeling of like nobody wants this. And it just it it makes you feel crummy you don't feel good when you feel rejected it feels embarrassing it feels soul crushing um maybe on the opposite end maybe you're not putting yourself out there maybe you're not pitching your offer um you're you're perpetually in planning mode you keep you keep dreaming and planning and brainstorming and thinking about what you want to do but you're never actually taking action um and, and that can be that might be the struggle that you're currently having right now Maybe you are getting on calls with potential clients or having conversations with potential customers and you are struggling to make the sale. You're not asking the right questions or you're feeling kind of weird and salesy and inauthentic. Maybe you're not quite knowing how to direct the conversation where you want it to go. And maybe that is the action that you're like, yeah, I just wish it wasn't like that. I wish that my conversations were different. Maybe, you know, this is slightly, it's still very much related, but it's also slightly different. Maybe you are feeling burdened by the monotony or the everyday tasks of motherhood. Maybe you're noticing more irritation or more resentment toward your kids or toward the housework or toward cooking. You know, like maybe you're noticing that, you know, your attitude toward your business is fine, but it's your attitude toward your other things, you know, your other priorities, the people in your life, your relationships, your other obligations, that you're like, oh, like I I, I feel, I don't like the way I feel toward those things. I'm feeling resentful. I'm feeling impatient. I'm, I'm feeling stressed. Um, I just saw in the comment Uh, Amanda says, yes, I have the belief that I'm a stay-at-home mom and I don't have the time to work on my business because I am supposed to be a stay-at-home mom. Ooh, girl, we are definitely going to be talking about this. I'm so glad that you brought that up and you shared that. Okay, so, so we just talked about all these different examples of the actions. You know, the actions, the emotions, the things that are a little bit more noticeable, they're more on the forefront. Now, we've got to look at the thoughts that are driving them. And this may take time. This will most likely require you to sit for longer than just a few minutes if you're really going to get to the bottom of each of these things. This is this is the this is the part where you step into the mindset work where you have a piece of paper, you have a journal and you are actually processing and speaking, you know, and putting onto paper and, or speaking out loud what is really going on here. So first we have the actions, now we're looking at the thoughts that are driving those actions if you are not making enough time you know that's one of the things i mentioned you know you're just you're realizing that you're easily distracted you're losing motivation you're not making time to work on your business maybe some of the thoughts that are driving that are thoughts like i don't have time life is life is too busy right now i don't i don't have a say in what i do with my time i'm not in control of my time those might be those little thoughts and like they're very short short simple statements and yet they pack a punch they're very powerful because it's where those actions are coming from it's it's what's you know we 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 do what we believe and so you're doing something out of those beliefs so those might be the thoughts that you're having if you're noticing that you're not just not making enough time maybe those are the thoughts now, on the, on the contrast, if you are overworking and you are just hustling, 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 spending so much time, you're staying up late, you're not taking care of yourself, you're losing sleep, maybe the thoughts that are driving those actions are, if I don't, if I don't hustle hard all the time, I'm not going to get anywhere. Or maybe your thought is there's an urgency to this. I'm I'm desperate to make money now, and that's not a good feeling to have. This feeling of desperation. Maybe maybe there's a thought of I need this. I need this so badly that I'm willing to, to self-sacrifice myself. Maybe those are the thoughts that you're having, and maybe you don't even realize that you've been having them, and yet they're there. Um, maybe if you have been you know, putting yourself out there over and over, and you're kinda starting to spam people's messages, spam people's inbox, you're just kinda starting to get the feeling that you're being a little bit desperate in the way you're pitching your, your offer, your product, or your service, maybe the thought that's driving that is, people aren't excited about my product, people are not excited about my service, or maybe your thought is, I'm not capable of attracting the right people, so I have to convince and chase and persuade them, maybe that's the thought that's coming out, and you don't even realize that it's there, but maybe that's what it is. Now, on the flip side, if you're not putting yourself out there, you're not pitching your offer, you're not talking about your business, you're perpetually in planning mode, you're just kind of, you know, staying stuck, not really doing anything, maybe the thought that you're having is, nobody wants what I have to offer. Um, maybe your thought is, I don't know if I'm all in on this just yet. I don't know if I can do this. I, I don't, you know, there, there's still more things I have to do in order to be ready. I, I don't know if I'm fully convinced. That, that I can do this I can chase after this dream or build this business maybe those are the thoughts that are driving those actions um, if you are struggling in your conversations and you know you're you're having conversations with people who probably would really love what you have to offer but you're just not directing the conversation where you think it needs to go maybe the thoughts that you're having is oh I'm afraid of being pushy or I I don't, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I don't want to offend anybody. Maybe it's better if I just kind of keep to myself. Maybe those are the thoughts that you're having. And then lastly, if you, you know, I mentioned earlier, maybe you're noticing your attitude shifting, um, revolving around motherhood, revolving around being with your kids, or spending time on the house, or being, you know, together with your husband as a family. Maybe the thoughts That are creating some of that irritation or that stress or that resentment. Maybe those thoughts are, my kids hold me back. My kids are keeping me from doing what I want. From keeping me from achieving my goals. Uh, Motherhood is constraining. Motherhood is, you know, it, it makes me powerless. Maybe those are thoughts that you are subconsciously having. Um... So all of these thoughts, and you know, and as I'm reading these, you might know you might realize that none of these are really resonating with you. And if so, that's okay, because what it most likely means is that there are some other actions or some other thoughts that you've got to do the work on to identify. You know, I cannot speak to every single fear or belief or thought or lie that is out there. You know, I, I'm just trying to give some practical examples just based off of what I've I've seen most commonly or what I myself have experienced most commonly, but if none of these resonate with you, Do the work to sit down and pinpoint, okay, well, what is? Because again, we do what we believe and there is something that you're doing that you know just feels a little bit off, which means that there's something you're believing that's a little bit off. So take the time this week to really narrow in on what those things are. Take the time later today to go through the workbook and write those things down in the notes section. Um, But now that we've identified the thoughts, we need to learn how to sit with the truth. We need to learn how to replace those old thoughts with the new beliefs, with declarations of truth that will get us out of these patterns and into confident, empowered action. Now, I love, you know, I I love the... The act of or the practice of taking your thoughts captive because it's a very biblical practice. It's something that we see throughout scripture. You know, there's verses that talk about how much the Lord cares about our thought life. We might not care about it quite as much as he does, but yet it's very clear that he does care. You know, we see scripture like set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. We see scripture like whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely. Think about these things. Um, You know, there's verses that tell us, you know, not to worry. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. Um, You know, it's a command. Do not worry. Um, You know, we see verses like, um, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There's a renewal that we are being asked to go through, a renewal of our mind. That's huge. If you don't think that working on your thoughts matters, you are, you are, you are missing out on what scripture is telling us we need to be caring about. Um, And Scripture, you know, even emphasizes the importance of our thoughts by pointing to them as a means of spiritual warfare. You know, there's a passage in 2 Corinthians 10 that says, Though we live in the world, we do not wage war like the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. Um, On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and everything that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and, you, you, you take note of this, And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. The Lord cares about your thoughts. We should be caring about our thoughts. And science, study after study has shown that Neglecting our thoughts, that will not help us. But when we are intentional about our thoughts, we can make so much change. We can experience so much transformation. It's not just a scriptural thing. It's a scientific thing. Like, study after study has shown that negative patterns in our thinking can be broken or replaced when we are disrupting them with positive thoughts through different practices. Now, some people call, you know, mindset work, they, they call it um, affirmations, you know, just speaking affirmations. I don't usually use that term a whole lot. I actually prefer to refer to them as declarations because I just I just think it's it's, set, it's something a little bit different than what we're seeing out in the world, out in culture today. But either way, whatever you want to call it affirmations, declarations, mantras, truth, like whatever it is you want to call it. When we think and declare these new, positive, truthful beliefs over ourselves, whether before or during or after being faced with a trigger that brings out these old thoughts, these old patterns and fears and lies, whenever we think and declare these positive thoughts, these positive beliefs, what we're actually doing is we're training our brain to respond differently over time. We're training our brain to change and influence our action so that, so that our lives change, you know, and it shapes the way we, we live it shapes the way we run and manage and grow our businesses if you can change your thoughts you can change your life and i believe that learning how to do this learning how to take your thoughts captive learning how to you know take the time to work on your mindset it starts with the practice of speaking bold powerful declarations. You know, they're similar to affirmations, but again, you know, these, these are just statements of truth that are designed to target our biggest fears, target the lies that we believe, target the thoughts that are most triggering our anxiety or our doubt, or keeping us from moving forward confidently and taking action. So I'm going to share with you um, now, I want to share with you some of my real life business declarations. These are not things that I invented just for the sake of this masterclass. These are the declarations that I have been speaking over myself for, you know, if, if, for, you know, some of them are from the beginning, you know, of my coaching business. Some of them are more recent because, again, I I might always need to be changing my declarations because my thoughts are always changing. I'm always up against new things. But I'm going to share with you my real-life business declarations because I think that it'll be insightful to you on what this looks like really practically. So let's talk about some of those those actions that we discussed earlier, the actions we pinpointed, and then the thoughts that were connected to them. One of them was um, pitching your offer over and over and just getting kind of pushy, getting getting a little bit um, spammy, you know, showing up in people's DMs, uninvited. Now, I have definitely fallen into this pattern. It is very, very common. It's very tempting to do it because of the thoughts that are driving it. Thoughts like, I have to convince people. I have to chase people. People are not excited or they don't know or, you know, they're just kind of waiting to be pursued. So I have to go chase after them hardcore. Those are the thoughts that drive that action. But here's the declaration. Here's the words of truth that I speak over myself regularly to keep me out of that action. The declaration is there are women who are in desperately in need of what I have to offer. And my goal is to serve and attract them. And I really put emphasis on the word attract them. There are women who are desperately in need of what I have to offer, but my goal is to serve and attract them. And when I focus in on this belief, what changes for me is I'm not popping up in everyone's DMs. I'm, I'm not wasting my time, my brain space on people who are already a no. Instead, I'm giving my attention to the women, to the potential clients who are ready to become a yes. Um, and instead, instead of spending so much time in my DMs, which I used to do all the time and it was so draining, just trying to have all these relationship building conversations all the time. Instead of doing that, I actually switched my, um, my goal toward investing my effort into creating solid content. And that has been a huge shift for me in my business. But the, the reason why I was able to make these changes, the reason why I do things differently now than I did at the very beginning, and I feel differently as a result, is because of the belief that drove the action. The belief was, there are women desperately in need of what I have to offer, and my goal is to serve and attract them. That has been a huge, powerful belief for me, and maybe it will be for you too. Now, maybe, you know, maybe the action... That you're noticing, and you know, and maybe the action that you're kind of um, having trouble with is that you are not putting yourself out there. You're not pitching your offer. And this was me, maybe last summer, so like a year ago, when I had taken a break from working on my business. I was still trying to figure out, okay, am I going to become a life coach, or you know, do you know, am I just going to kind of stay where I am because my online course didn't take off? You know, I was kind of in this in between space. I had the thought of, I don't know if I can be a coach because I don't know if I have what it takes. And there was a lot of inaction, a lot of lack of motivation that was being created out of this thought of, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have what it takes. I don't even know if I'm qualified. You know, all these thoughts that come up. So the declaration, the declaration of truth that I use to to tackle this belief is the thought of, I have people depending on me. I have people depending on me to step into my greatest purpose i have people depending on me they're waiting on me to step into my greatest purpose and when i focused in on that belief suddenly i was able to show up more even if i didn't know that anyone would be interested even when i was afraid or felt or experienced some sort of resistance even when I got rejected because eventually, you know, I did come out and say, okay, I'm going to be a coach now. I'm going to do this. And even still, I still get rejected. I still get rejected even today. But knowing that I have people depending on me to step into my greatest purpose, this thought drives me to keep showing up. Even when I get rejected, even when life gets busy and life gets chaotic, even when my family still needs me, even when I've got a lot that I'm juggling. So you can see how The smallest shifts in belief can reap the most powerful results and changes in your actions. It can completely change the way you show up in your business. Um, I'll give you another conversation. I used to really struggle on uh, consult calls with potential clients. As a coach, you know, part of me bringing on new clients is typically that I get on a 30 or 45 minute call, I talk about my program, I answer any questions they might have, and in essence, I am selling the idea to them of them working with me, of them enrolling in my program. Now, these calls are very intimidating. Like they still are, you know, even though I've done, oh gosh, I don't even know how many I've done, but they're, they're you know, they're still intimidating. And for a long time, one of the thoughts that I used to have was, I'm afraid of being too pushy. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, I'm not sure if they really want this. I mean, they, they asked for the call and they signed up for the call, but now I feel like I have to like really like convince them and persuade them because I just don't know if they're going to want to invest. Like those were the thoughts that I was having. And as a result, I was kind of struggling to make the sale. I was struggling to bring on the new clients. Maybe they could sense that I wasn't fully confident in my offer. I wasn't fully confident that they wanted it. So why would they be? Now, a declaration that I began speaking over myself, even in just the past, maybe like four or so months ago. So it is kind of more recent. The declaration I now speak over myself, I actually have it written down on a piece of paper right behind my desk is, women are waiting. Women are needing to be empowered to make this decision for their emotional wellness. And part of me empowering and serving them is coaching them through their objections and excuses. I know that's kind of wordy, but like in essence, what this is saying is I cannot be afraid of being too pushy. I cannot be afraid of hurting their feelings because what they are most wanting is to be empowered to make a decision for their emotional wellness and my role as their coach, regardless of whether or not they paid me, they still wanted to get on a call with me. My role as a coach is to empower them to make this decision. That means I've got to coach them around their objections. I've got to coach them around their excuses. I've got to be willing to talk about money. I've got to be willing to talk about their husbands. And and knowing, you know, switching my belief to this has completely changed the way I approach consult calls. Now, I'm not afraid to have tough conversations. I've actually grown more confident and I've been able to dig deeper for what's going on. I talk about money more openly um, and I help them talk about money more openly. We talk about fear of failure. We talk about fear of their husbands. And 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 all in all, you know, the ultimate result is I'm getting more clients. Don't miss this. I'm getting more clients because I switched my belief, and it changed my actions. It changed the way I show up. It, it changed everything. Um, so I'm just seeing in the comments. Um, Jessica says, "Yes, I'm afraid of being pushy." Amanda says, "I love these declarations. Thanks for sharing these with these. Good. Okay, because we're gonna keep going. So here's I'm gonna give you one last example, and then and then we're gonna um, we're gonna move on. But another thing that I myself have experienced, that maybe you are too, is this feeling of motherhood is somehow holding me back from investing or spending time on my business and there's an underlying irritation or frustration or resentment that can come up centered around that. Maybe even like a dread or just like, oh, you know, I'm on, you know, full-time parent duty today and I just, you know, there's all these things I want to do and I know I can't do them and the thoughts, you know, that might be connected to that is my kids are holding me back. My kids are keeping me from achieving my goals. Motherhood is constraining me. And these are thoughts that I myself have had, um, especially, you know, before we ever had childcare or ever put our kids into preschool. Like, I mean, I was, you know, when I first became a coach, I was still a full-time stay-at-home mom. So, like, I had to navigate this all the time. But the declaration that I began to speak over myself is... No, it's not I have to, it's a I get to. I get to give my girls the love and quality time they need while also, also creating a life and business that supports our values and dreams. And then right next to that declaration, I wrote out it's a both and, both uh, forward slash and, it's not an either or, it's a both and. That thought has been so powerful for me to realize I get to have both. It doesn't mean that, you know, I get to do it perfectly. It doesn't mean that I completely know what it's going to look like next week or 2 months from now or next year, but I do know that I get to do both and one does not hold me back from the other. I get to build my business and I also get to love on my girls and I can figure out a system that allows me to do both because I have that gift. I have that privilege. I have that opportunity. That was such a powerful shift for me. I'll share one more. This is this is still related, but it's a little bit different. Um, back in the spring, we found out we were pregnant, baby number three. I'm s- still pregnant. <laughs> that baby's not coming until November, so we've still got some time. But I remember, you know, looking at that positive pregnancy test and feeling like this is the end. Like this is the end of my business as I know it. Like it's over. You know, I've been working so hard. I'm doing so much, but. Just based off of what I believed about this pregnancy, because of my experiences with my past pregnancies, I just already felt so defeated. I hadn't even been, I hadn't even like known I was pregnant for a full week and I was already telling myself the worst that was going to happen. I was not going to get good sleep. I was not going to feel well. I was not going to feel like myself. I wasn't going to be able to coach my clients. I wasn't going to feel motivated in my business. I mean, these, again, these are all just thoughts that I was having, there was no evidence to support them unless you you know, w- wanted to base the whole idea off of my past pregnancies. But these were just thoughts that I was having and yet they felt so heavy, so, so heavy. So on that day that I got that positive pregnancy test, I reached out to my coach because I have a coach too. You know, you guys, you know, we all need coaches, especially as entrepreneurs. So I reached out to my coach and I said, i cannot see past this i cannot fathom me continuing to build this business now knowing that i'm pregnant i am i am terrified i feel like like this was all for nothing and i don't know what's going to happen now i I was just i just felt so shaken like my faith was just like oh i just i was freaking out i was i was just going into this defeatist victim mentality mode and she challenged me to speak the declarations that I most needed in that moment, to speak against those thoughts that I was having and to cling to the truth. And the the things that we settled on, the things that I actually, I still have them written down. They're right behind my desk, written on a piece of paper. The things I wrote down were, this pregnancy is exactly what I need to become even more of the woman I was meant to be. This pregnancy is not a distraction for my business. This pregnancy is a blessing to my business because it will enable me to show up even better and be even stronger and be even more of the coach that I was created to be. These were the declarations I began to speak over myself. And as a result, I have enjoyed this pregnancy more than I ever imagined. I have still been moving forward. I have not, for one second, slowed down or felt defeated or felt like I needed to to um, to change. You know, my dedication or my passion for this business. I have still felt just as excited and passionate. And I think that as a result, I'm. This is a healthier, happier pregnancy than I have ever had, because of the belief that is driving my emotions and driving my actions. I had to work for that belief. It did not happen overnight. I did not just hear these words and think, okay, great, I'm fine now. No, I had to keep working at it. I had to keep speaking the truth over myself with it, but it has changed everything. So I want to know what fears or negative thoughts do you have revolving around your business? And, you, you know, and you might need to sit with this for a minute. You know, you might need to really ask yourself, like, what are... My thoughts or my fears or my negative thoughts. And another question, you know, to ask yourself off of that is, what are some fears or negative thoughts that you might have revolving around God? You know, and I know that, you know, that seems a little bit off topic, but yet it's so relevant because some of the most important thoughts we need to tackle are the ones that are standing in the way between us and the Lord. Because if you are not in a right place in your relationship with him, if there are just some thoughts or lies that you're believing about him or the way he sees you or or the way your relationship is, that too will influence your actions. That too will leak into your business. Because who wants to run hardcore after a business when they don't know with certainty that God is with them, when they don't know with certainty that God is for them? So some of the most important thoughts we need to tackle are the ones that are standing in the way between us and God. Thoughts like, he doesn't want to bless me. He he doesn't want to, to see me succeed in this. I'm not worthy of his blessing. I'm not worthy of this success. Maybe your thought is, um, you know, if something isn't working, if a launch doesn't go as planned, if you experience failure in some way, if you get a rejection, maybe the thought you have is, God is punishing me. If this is not working, he must be punishing me. He's trying to teach me a lesson, but not in a positive way, but in like an angry father kind of way. He's trying to teach me a lesson. I wasn't worthy. I wasn't ready. I, you know, there's, there's something wrong with me. Maybe the thought that you have is, um, if I mess this up, He'll be so disappointed in me. If I mess this up, if I don't do everything just right, he's going to be disappointed in me. He won't be pleased with me anymore. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this is part of my story, you know, and and I don't, you know, I don't share it a whole ton. But really, one of my biggest struggles through my adolescence and adult life has been Seeing God as an angry father that I just have to work so hard to please. That has been a real struggling point for me. Just this anxiety and this perfectionism coming from this idea that God, you know, I have to please him. I have to work so hard to earn his love and earn his affection and his approval. And I just, I just always saw him as this angry father just waiting to punish me, waiting to discipline me or teach me some kind of lesson. And I saw this play out when back in January 2019 I launched my you know first online course this was my first you know kind of uh, me just trying to embark into business me trying to make money for the first time as an entrepreneur when that course flopped and did not go as planned my first thoughts were God did this because he's not happy with me. I must have messed something up. He's disappointed me. He wanted me to fail so that he could teach me that something was wrong with me, that I, I was not in a good place. And, and truthfully, I mean, there were things that he was teaching me, but it wasn't in a malicious way like I had thought. It was He was lovingly using this opportunity to teach me, but I, I was not in a healthy place in my thought life toward God. I was not in a healthy place in my relationship with the Lord because of my beliefs about him as my father. My faith during that time was really shaken and wasn't just about the course, it was about a whole bunch of other things that happened to, um, you know, about just like unexpected bills, medical bills, house repair bills, losing all of our savings multiple times within just a couple of months. I mean, there were multiple things that happened and. And my faith through the process just kept getting more and more shaky. You know, I just kept crumbling. What happened, God? I thought you brought me here. I thought you wanted this for us. I thought you were going to take care of us. I thought you wanted to bless me. But now, now I wonder, did I just deceive myself? Do you even care? Or is this just another lesson I'm supposed to learn? Is this just you punishing or disciplining me? These were the thoughts that I had. These were the questions that I asked. And for six months, I sat in anger and doubt and depression and resentment for six months. That's a long time to let these thoughts, to let these beliefs simmer. But there's always a but. I mean, I'm so thankful that there was a but. But I had a woman reach out to me this woman is now my business coach. At the time, she was not even a business coach. At the time, she was thinking about becoming a business coach, but she reached out to me. She asked, you know, would you want to get on a call? Because I can see, you know, just from based on the things I was posting and sharing on my Instagram and Facebook, she was like, I can see you're in a really tough place. And I really would love to encourage you and speak life back into you. So we got on a call. And I began like all these thoughts and beliefs that I had about God and about myself, they just started coming out. And she helped me reframe those thoughts. She helped me grab on to new beliefs. She spoke truth against the lies and helped me form these declarations about how God is not out to punish me. He does want to provide for me. And in fact, everything that he's done throughout my life has been him doing exactly that. I just haven't been in the right mindset to see it. I've just been thinking the worst about him instead of believing the best and believing that he is who he says he is and that I am who he says I am. So she spoke these words of truth into me, and I decided from those calls, from that day on, like, I'm done. I'm done with the lies about my father. I'm done and that experience was so freeing for me. I'm I'm telling you, I don't even know how like it really does feel like it was an overnight thing. You know, it honestly was just like a flip of a switch for me. And I know it's not like that all the time. You know, there are a lot of times where it takes a long time to rework your thoughts. But in that moment, a, a switch just went off and I decided I'm never going to doubt him again. I'm just done. I know that he loves me. I know he's a good father. I know he's my daddy and he is on my side. He is for me, not against me. I'm done believing the lies. So I launched my coaching program never looked back since, and is because of the beliefs and the thoughts and the fears that I finally dealt with. You know, I began speaking words of truth over myself. Here are some declarations, you know, I wrote down because I want to share them with you in case you are in this exact same place, really wrestling with your faith. The declarations I spoke over myself back then were things like, every day I am being led into the good plans God has for me. I can trust God with our future because he's been nothing but faithful with our past." Um, I am coaching and selling with confidence because I am equipped and empowered by God. These were things that I, I wrote down almost every single day. I spoke them out loud every day, because I needed to reframe my belief and cling to this truth. One that I, st- one that I just more recently, maybe in the past um, like three or four months, started speaking over myself is. God loves to surprise me with where the money is coming from. And it's already on its way. That's the new one that I just love to say. It just has so much excitement about it. God loves to surprise me. He's going to surprise me with where the money comes from. It's already on its way. And you know what? I'll tell you. It has been so true. He has never failed to surprise me with where the money has come from. It has always been on its way. And some of you ladies might need to cling to these things. Some of you ladies might need to be speaking these words of truth over yourself. I don't want you to miss this. The business journey you are on, it's not just a business journey. The journey you are on is a faith journey. It's a growth journey. Entrepreneurship is the backdrop through which God can mature you, through which God can heal you, through which he's challenging you, growing your faith, and leading you even more into what he has always had planned for you. But you've got to be willing to go on this journey. You've got to be willing to look at the thoughts and the fears and the lies that you have been giving way too much power to. You've got to look at those things and you've got to decide enough is enough. And I'm going to do the work to change those beliefs and cling to new thoughts, new truths, new declarations that will change everything. These, you know, going through these transitions from old thought patterns to new thought patterns, these are what are going to help you keep going when business is slow. Because there will be times where business is slow. Where business is not moving. In fact, it's like there's little tumbleweeds floating through <laughs> in a deserted town. You like this will what will these thoughts are what will keep you going when business is slow. These thoughts, these beliefs will be what gives you the courage to keep putting yourself out there when you keep getting rejected and you're hearing nothing but no's. Cause I have been there. I have heard a lot of no's, ladies. Please do not think just because, you know, I'm making multiple five figures, I get to work from home as a mom, I'm happy, I love my business, people, people's lives are being changed. Don't think that I have not walked through rejection. Don't think that I have not heard a lot of no's. And yes, some of those no's really did stink and they really did hurt. But I had a strong enough truth, I had a strong enough thought. I had a strong enough belief that kept me going, gave me the courage to keep putting myself out there. Um, Working on your thoughts, working on your beliefs is what will enable you to grow your faith and to praise God for the blessings and for the failures, which is huge. It's so easy as an entrepreneur to see nothing but bad or about failure. Oh, I failed. Oh, that didn't work out. Oh, that launched and didn't go like I planned. Oh, just failure, failure, failure. And again, we're going to talk all about failure on day five. So we're not going to touch too much on that just now. But on day five, we're going to talk more about how it is possible to praise and to be thankful for failure. And I I am thankful for failure. Doesn't mean it doesn't still sometimes hurt. Doesn't mean that's not hard and that there isn't a part of me that's like, oh, again. But you can still find so much good so much so much growth out of failure and one last thing you know that i want to hit on because i know we've been we've been talking for a while one last thing i want to hit on don't just have declarations for your business you can't afford to only have declarations in your business you can't afford to only work on your belief and your thoughts in regards to this you because everything is interconnected Everything, your relationship, your marriage, um, your your life as a mom, um, your faith, your the way you perceive your your mental health, your physical health, the things that you know the the things that we encounter outside of our business always find a way to leak into how we are growing and and managing our business so you can't afford to only have declarations about your business or about yourself as an entrepreneur you've got to have declarations for all aspects of your life especially the ones that matter the most things like your marriage and things like your personal health your relationship with your kids you know i shared earlier you know like how when i got hit with the news that we were pregnant I definitely needed declarations about that pregnancy more so than I needed declarations about my business. I mean, I needed both, and I found a way to combine the two, but in that moment, I couldn't afford to ignore this pregnancy. I had to tackle the thoughts and the fears around that pregnancy because it was going to catastrophically change my business if I hadn't tackled them, if I hadn't changed my belief about it. For some of you, you have a lot of thoughts and mind drama right now about this pandemic, a lot of thoughts and mind drama about being in quarantine. And, I'm just gonna say I have been there. I currently am there. There is some mind drama about being in quarantine It is tough and it is scary. This is a very scary time So what we've got to do We've got to have some declarations about this because the way you're thinking and believing about this pandemic will somehow go into what you think and believe about your business. When the pandemic first, you know, when it first came into the news back in March and schools um, closed down and the world was kind of in chaos, I did have a mini freakout. I had a mini meltdown where I thought no one's going to spend money. On a life coach now because people are out of jobs. They're having to work from home. They're you know da 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 da, da. like I had all these different reasons for why nobody would want to hire a life coach now. Uh, well, that month, not not the I think it was maybe like the first week of May. Five clients in one week. In the middle of the pandemic, school still had not gone back. I mean, obviously things were still very much shut down. We were still very much in quarantine mode. but I had my biggest week yet gaining so many new clients because instead of giving into the belief that this pandemic was going to somehow stop me, I continued to show up. I continued to work on my belief and I continued to serve my people and attract the ones who were ready for me. So here are your next steps. Um, Look at your actions, look at your emotions, and then look at the thoughts behind them. And then write out what is going to be your bold personal declarations. Then speak those declarations daily daily as much as you can you don't just have to speak them you can write them some people just do a lot better with like a journal and just writing them out you can write them you could speak them put them on a piece of paper where you'll see them all the time i mean i have some right up behind me right on my desk and i look over at them And sometimes it's exactly what I need to see because sometimes, you know, I'm just not feeling all that into it and I'm struggling and I just need that fresh reminder of things, you know, like God is surprising me with where the money comes from. I need to see those. Maybe you need to put them um, on your bathroom mirror. So while you're brushing your teeth every day, you can think through these things and begin to process and begin to believe them. Um, You know, maybe you've got to create some sort of routine around your declarations. Maybe they've got to be part of your time in the word, part of your morning time, part of your evening time, you might have to set some reminders because if this is a new practice for you, it might not come very naturally and it might be something you forget about very easily. So don't be afraid to set some reminders. Um, And then lastly, if you are wrestling in your faith, if you're wrestling with some of those beliefs that I shared, that I used to have about God and about my relationship with him, it's okay to wrestle. Keep wrestling, but please don't feel like you have to wrestle alone. Find yourself a mentor, a coach. Girl, I'm here for you. Find someone who can speak truth and life into you. Cling to his word. Keep seeking out what is the truth about him, about the way he sees you, about the way he wants to take care of you. And I definitely, for every single Christian entrepreneur, every single client that I have worked with who is in you know any sort of entrepreneurial realm, I recommend this book to them, The Circle Maker. In fact, I have it right here with me. I have read it multiple times, cover to cover. I treat it like this is my devotional. You know, instead of just getting a new devotional every month, I have been reading and rereading through this book. It's The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. This book will change your life, revolving around your prayers, how you cover your business in prayer, how you cover your family and your life and your future and your legacy in prayer. It will change the um, the way you show up persistently uh, the way you, um, you know, you wait patiently when you're not seeing things happen the way you want them to happen. The, the I, I really cannot recommend this book enough. I'm telling you, go to Amazon right now, order it for yourself. It is a must read for an entrepreneur, um, especially one who wants to stay grounded in faith, wants to cover and saturate their business in prayer. Because I mean, honestly, that is the most powerful tool we have. It's not even just these declarations, it's our prayers. Because God is the one who ultimately moves the needle forward for us, isn't he? All right, so thank you guys for watching. I know this was a very kind of heavy topic, a very long training. This might be the longest one that we will have this entire week, but I think it was worth it. Because if we cannot master our thoughts, if we cannot work on our belief and change our mindset, there will always be a big hurdle standing in the way between where we are now and where we were meant to be.